0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome into the Better Baseball MLB DFS Playbook Podcast and live stream recording here on the Better Sports Network and Fantasy Alarm Social Channels. James, man, we have a what are we, eight games here on a, on a Wednesday evening, starting at six thirty-five. A uh, split slate day. We have five games on the early slate over on DraftKings, uh, but we're covering the main slate here on DraftKings, so uh, should be a pretty good one. We're looking at the pitching here; some decent starting pitching uh, on the slate. Maybe a game with weather issue or monitoring the rain there in Philadelphia for this one could get knocked down a game, but uh, all in all, a pretty sw- solid slate for us. You know, we, we generally consider, you know, six to eight games to kind of be our sweet spot here.
1: Yeah, definitely a nice slate starting a little earlier than normal. The 635 start Eastern Standard uh, slightly earlier than the normal lock, but um, fun slate nonetheless, John. Seven uh how many games do you have? Eight. So six of the eight games starting at seven forty, just two games two hours later. This is like yeah. NBA all over again. Like eight o'clock starts and then ten o'clock starts for the last uh their late night hammer. So yeah, interesting little slate, little weather on the east coast. Um we yeah, had have... maybe
0: almost a washout this weekend. It's in the rain is all coming up right now, so
1: right. Um yeah, some interesting pitchers priced. In spots probably we're not used to seeing um, some pitchers returning from injury, uh, mainly Tony Gonsolin making his debut. It's not expected to be a long one, but um, Tony Gonsolin not in it for a long time. Just a good time there, John. Yep. Um, but let's look at Vegas, right? Let's look at what we got going on over there. There aren't many massive favorites, Uh, Patrick Sandoval in the Los Angeles Angels, minus 245 on the money line, uh, taking on Oakland in Los Angeles. Um, That is the biggest favorite on the board. The Mets and Kodai Sanga, minus 200 on the money line against the Washington Nationals, despite the Nationals kicking their butts on Tuesday night. Um, So those are really the only two notable favorites. Bryce Elder in the Braves, minus 150. Kind of surprising, but it's kind of what we've seen because Sandy Alcantara has been weirdly bad. He's had some good
0: starts, but he's had a run of bad starts.
1: Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I mean, the the one blow up was just unbelievable. Um. But yeah, I mean, even Alcantara being a plus one hundred and thirty underdog is very interesting to see. But that's kind of what we have um, on the slate. In terms of run total, uh, we don't really have we don't have Arizona to fall back on here, John. That's a a day game. Um, there is only one game currently with nine implied runs, and that is Oakland and LA. That is it. Every other game is between eight and eight and a half. So uh, we'll you know recording here. We're going to go live at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard on the Better Sports Network. Maybe something will change by then, but nothing really stands out in terms of Vegas right now. Um, just two favorites bigger than 150 and no only one game over nine implied runs.
0: Yeah, uh, it, it's kind of an interesting slate, as you mentioned here. Uh, some decent pitchers, some guys, again, we're not used to seeing Price where they're at. Uh, we'll start it off. Kodai Senga here. uh, you know, a pretty interesting start to his career. Uh, his Miami back-to-back games looked pretty good. Went into Oakland, got lit up. Went into San Francisco, got lit up. The one thing we were worried about with him had been the walks. That continues to be an issue for him now. Uh, we're, we're looking at 14 walks over the last four starts to begin his MLB career. Uh, going up against Washington, obviously it's another sort of favorable matchup for him. Um, but if they're going to be, if he's going to be wild like this, at the major league level, you know, you're going to get eventually give up runs and not meet not meet the value. At 10-6, he's coming off back to that game scoring 9.9 DraftKings points exactly. Uh, matchup aside, I don't know, man. I It, it feels like the, the shine is wearing off a little bit here.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like if 10-6 is not just a price we can just comfortably get to. Um not one I want to really well, get to. You like the
0: Grom, right? You know, yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, you look at this top tier, and I am fine with Bryce Elder being priced the way he has, mm-hmm. the way he is based on how he's pitched. And I'm fine with Taiwan Walker being priced the way he is because lack of pitching depth and whatever. And I'm fine with Logan Gilbert and Hunter Brown. Be, but, like, I would rather just... Take a shot on Alcantara at 99, then pay 10-6 for Kodai Singel. Like, yeah, I agree with you. Reigning Cy Young, coming off, yeah, bad starts plural, but he still had nine strikeouts in that Arizona game. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I mean,
0: I wouldn't even really call the Arizona game a, a bad start per se. I mean, yes, five runs, th- only three of them were earned. Nine strikeouts. They pulled him after 82 pitches, which you would never really see. Right for him there. Uh, it was just that they were down 5 nothing. Only six innings, 90, 82 pitches. Like, he, he probably could have thrown a complete game there. Uh, he would have just gotten a loss. So, um, I, again, 21 fantasy points and a losing effort. That's pretty strong for him. Uh, the Philly game was just a blow-up for him. Um, I don't love going Atlanta. I'm not saying you do either, but I agree with you. Like, I'd rather take my shot on Alcantara over Senga. Uh, Bryce Elder, to me, is obviously going to be, I think, the top play of that range Um, just because we've seen these Atlanta pitches dominate Miami so far. Charlie Morton is doing it tonight. Spencer Schreider did it two nights ago. Uh, Bryce Elder's looked really good so far to begin uh, this season here for them. Three starts where he hasn't even allowed an earned run of the four. So um, to me, it feels like everyone's just going to jump on the Elder train.
1: Yeah, I mean, as they probably should just based on how good he's been and how bad Miami's been. And, you know, again, like Charlie Morton and Spencer Schrader are not Bryce Elder, but Bryce Elder has pitched as good yeah. or better than both of them. So
0: yeah, the strikeout, you know, the strikeout ceiling probably isn't as high, but right. he's, he's, again, it's hard to argue three shutout performances out of the four.
1: Right. Um. So, you know, nothing really to dislike about Elder here. I, I, I'd only rank him higher than Alcantara. I don't know if I can. I still okay. don't know if I can get there because I just I have more faith in a in a larger sample size of in Alcantara in Alcantara than we do of Bryce Elder, which is essentially four starts this year.
0: Sure, that's fair. Um, if we go down a little bit into that next tier of guys, you mentioned Taiwan Walkers there, Logan Gilbert hunter brown your bottom 9k range here uh gilbert you know had his a uh, must his start full back it's saying due to back spasms don't really love that uh yeah. those things can always pop back up while you're pitching um probably we'll, we'll see most people shy away again this is also the matchup walker gilbert that has the potential for rain impacting now looking at the hourly forecast it doesn't say it's gonna be like thunder you know, thunderstorms or anything like that it just says showers um, So it could maybe cause a delay to start, maybe an in-game delay if it picks up a little bit. Uh, so something to at least be wary when it comes to Walker and Gilbert. Uh, and then Hunter Brown, you know, faces Tampa Bay here. Uh, hasn't really been an easy matchup for many. So um while Brown has looked good and these pitchers have pitched well, um, it's Sandy and Elder for me. And then I, I look all the way down.
1: I like Logan Gilbert. If the rain doesn't play much of a factor, um,
0: a guy that's having back problems and then it's going to be like rainy-ish weather? I don't know.
1: That's fair. Um, I don't, I just, I don't think, I don't, like the back problems were Sunday, right? So he's had Monday, Tuesday to recover right. and I don't know. I'd feel okay about it as long as we heard pre- like pregame there was nothing else going on with it. Like if he's cleared to pitch I feel like he'd I'm fine with using them. Philly's offense has been decent against righties. Um, I mean, pretty good. 804 OPS, but 25% strikeout rate is pretty uh, appealing. So tournaments only due to the injury reaggravation plus strikeout upside, but Philly's offense can thump.
0: Yep. Yep. They certainly can. Um, mid-tier range here. Descalfani against St. Louis. Waka got roughed up in his last outing. He's got Chicago. Uh, Mackenzie Gore, uh, who's someone that you and I talk a lot about. We like him. Uh, Tough matchup against the Mets in New York, but $7,500 for for him there. Uh, Drew Smiley gets uh, San Diego. We know what happened in his most recent start. Nearly perfect, 72 thirds. uh, Had a weak little ground ball to the third base side. The catcher just plod him over. Um, Loses it there with 10 Ks in that matchup. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on the 7k range?
1: Um, I like Mackenzie Gore, I just think this is a very tough spot for him. Um, but like, he had a very tough spot to start the year, and Atla- uh, at home and against Atlanta, passed that with flying colors, then went to course, passed that with flying colors, then he traveled to LA. Mackenzie Gore has been pretty good yeah. every start he's made. That Angel start, he just got snake bit by walks, which I think becomes a problem here against the Mets because the Mets are one of the best teams at walking in the league. Against lefties, they are ninth in walk rate, which obviously, you know, Mackenzie Gore has three games with four walks. So that's a little concerning. Um, I kind of like Drew Smiley here coming off the near perfecto. San Diego hasn't been impressive. (laughs) I know. Um, so we'll see what the wind situation is, but it was cold on Tuesday. If it's going to be cold again in Chicago, like, yeah, I mean, I see Fandle Fandle is the only sports book that I see with this line. I'm going to refresh right now, I guess more, hold on more sports books have put out a line and it is now only Fanduel has a run line eight, eight over under, like, If that before Tuesday, if you remember, that crept down to seven and a half for the the Blake Snell and um, if that happens again, like we could just be in another situation where pitchers reign supreme because it's cold and hard to hit in Wrigley when it's cold. So I liked your smiley here. Um, I love and I think Sandoval is probably the chalk pitcher of the slate because he gets Oakland. Yeah, he has the big favorite. He is coming off a really bad start, and, you know, you and I have talked about it the last couple nights. Like, Oakland can hit lefties. They do have some guys. Jesus Aguilar has three home runs against lefties in the last few games. Rooker double-donged. They do have some guys that can thump, but I do think, you know, Sandoval being one of two minus 200 favorites on the money line here and just Oakland's overall uh, reputation just suggests Sandoval would be popular.
0: Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, I mean, there. It doesn't get much better, basically, after him. I mean, you mentioned you know Gonsolin's going to be an opener. Mats against the Giants. We do talk how good lefties have been against the Giants this year, but are you taking a stab on Stephen Mats?
1: Maybe I've played him once this year, um, and it didn't go terribly. Where did I start him? I played him in the Seattle game, I think. Or did I play him in Pittsburgh? I played him in one of these two games. Um, He's okay. I I thought he would be better pitching in their ballpark, and he just hasn't been, but he does have a good hitting and uh, good pitching environment in San Francisco. And you mentioned it, like the Giants are very bad against lefties. 30% strikeout rate, less than a 600 OPS, 29th in the league. So yeah, I think I can get to some Steven Matts. You could... You, I, I can be talked into it
0: okay uh we move ourselves on over uh to catch and position here Uh a lot of options obviously here on, on a big slate like this uh, we don't generally look to spend up if we go down into the mid tier um you know where are you uh who are you targeting here i mean we don't have our usual go-tos it feels like on this slate uh for some value again with the split slate so um, you know, what what's your thoughts on the catcher spot?
1: My thoughts on the catcher spot are Oh um, yeah, our, our usual go-to's,
0: Moreno and, and our young Gomes or the, the Contreras is, you know, they're not, you know, Wilson's here against Estefan, yeah. but you know, that's that's like hey, Christian Betancourt is $3900.
1: Yeah, um, I don't love this tier.
0: Yeah, no, it is uh it's a tough catcher position here.
1: So I think Langoliers. Is fine if you're not playing Sandoval. Um lefty righty spot. Langleyers has a lot of power. Chad Wallach, if he's in the lineup, he's Homered in two straight games. Or Homered in two straight games heading into Tuesday night. Jan Gomes is against a righty. Yes, but that righty has been really bad in two straight starts. And mm-hmm. and Jan Gomes did Homer on Tuesday, had multi hits in that game. So if you wanted to go Jan Gomes, I think that's fine. Uh, Francisco Alvarez gets the lefty let's see if he's in the lineup how about Kybert Ruiz homered on homered on uh Tuesday I don't know really if Cody Senga is given us any reason not to play guys against them Uh, unfortunately it's Washington so like naturally we're just not going to but Homered on Tuesday, hitting over 300 his last 10 games. I don't dislike the price, like the discount on Kyber Ruiz.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, And it's a punt spot. So, like, if it doesn't work out, it it doesn't really work out there. Um, All right, let's go to first base, where there's at least more some exciting players to discuss here.
1: Lefties, well, just just to touch on, just flip back to uh, another reason why I would like Kybert. Uh, lefties against Kodai Sanga, 286 average, 960 OPS, 418 Woba. Okay. So righty's hitting 178 against them, lefty's hitting 286. There's a 300 percentage point difference in OPS and 250 point difference in Woba from righty to lefty. So.
0: Okay. What's uh, Kybert's strong side?
1: Kybert is hitting 292 from the left side this
0: year. Okay. So that all... That all works out for him then. Uh, First base position here. uh, Again, you got Otani, Goldschmidt, Alonzo, Olsen. So you kind of get your gauntlet of top guys here. Uh, Alonzo maybe seemingly in the best spot going up against the lefty with some control problems. Uh, Obviously, you have Otani at 6,400 there. You can get to as well.
1: Yeah, Luis Medina making his debut here. Looks pretty good statistically. Like last year, um, he has massive strikeout appeal. Didn't allow a lot in terms of splits this year. Righties are like the only batters doing anything against them, but it's not even... I mean, three hits and 13 at-bats at AAA. So. Um, Otani's fine. Goldie's fine. Alonzo is probably the top dog here, but I could definitely be sold on Freddie Freeman, 5,100 against Runzi Contreras. As much as we yeah. like Runzi Contreras, um, you know, I don't love Runzi Contreras in a spot against the Dodgers.
0: Right. Yep. Uh, I would, I would agree with you. I mean, we saw uh, Oviato pitch well for a bit today, and then obviously they ended up, uh, he ended up getting gotten to, um, You know, so some of these Pirates guys have good spells, and then they kind of have the the wagon kind of pulled out from under them there for a little bit. Uh, other guys here in the mid-tier, Um, I mean, Nelson Cruz does get a lefty. I know Smiley's pitched really well. Um, again, like this is – it gets kind of gross quick. Jose Abreu had an RBI today. He's 3500 bucks. Wilmer Flores gets a lefty, and Matt's at 33 But we've talked about you know, lefties against them. Uh, if you're not going Sandoval, Aguilar's there at 27. I mean, I don't know if you're not spending up, you know, the mid tier in value doesn't look all that great.
1: Um, yeah, uh, Ty France is good against righties. I like him 4700. I find I like that price. I don't dislike Connor Joe and what he's been doing at the plate, going up against and making his debut. Sure
0: um for how long right you know then then they go bullpen games they go
1: bullpen um i think it's he's expected to throw four innings from what i read uh on tuesday brennan donovan first base eligible he's been pretty good again for the cardinals hitting over 300 his last 10 games but yeah i mean it's a it's a lackluster position i'm okay going wilmer at 3,300. If you're not playing maths, I'm also okay playing Aguilar. We talked about the power yeah. recently, it's been fully on display. Um, that's probably
0: yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh, second base position here. Uh, Mookie Betts is your second base outfielder at 52, Brandon Lau, 5k. Uh, our guy Estrada at 4,900. Uh, Albies 45 Nolan Gorman at 44 Nico Horner with a big price drop 51 to 42 uh feels like we're going to be maybe keying in on that play uh given the state of the second base so far
1: Yeah, second base goat Mookie Betts uh, definitely welcome back there Mookie right. back, welcome back to second even though you've played a couple games at short um Yeah, like Mookie, uh, Brandon Lau is fine. I think he's slowed down after that torrid start. That was shot of righty-lefty matchups. Probably leads off here. That's nice. Uh, I like Discofani. So, like, if you want to play Gorman in a tournament, I think that's fine. But, yeah, I think all roads lead to Nico Horner. Righty on the mound. So, that means stolen base appeal... He's flashed a little power. Not that I like think that can be something we rely upon at all, but at least we know it could be there. All right. If you know, we it's not the most shocking thing in the world. Um, and yeah, the price 4,200. I'm not, not totally sure because Michael Walker has been very, very bad.
0: Yep. Yep. I agree with you. Price and Sod against Gilbert. You're like Gilbert, you know, and Horner is a hundred dollars more. So probably uh, more leaning in that direction. Uh, DuBon, the guy that we talk about, like every slate gets a hit. <laughs> Just gets a hit. $3,400. bucks, going to get a hit. Gonna score a run, most likely. Uh, pay off that price tag. I, I certainly don't hate that. Don't mind Colton Wong at $33. 11 uh, oh, yeah, so is, is always hit lefties pretty well. I know we like Sandoval here, but could be a spot for him. Uh, John Birdie gets second base and shortstop eligibility. He's 2900 bucks. Not a bad spot for him there either.
1: Yep. Um, Birdie's fine because he gets on and he can steal your base and you get 10 fantasy points if he scores a run, right? It's like instant, yep. instant, just double-digit fantasy points. I don't hate Luis Garcia. Lefties against Kode Senga seem to be the recipe for success. I mentioned Jonathan Diaz probably hit second here for Oakland with a lefty on the mound. And that's probably it. Um, but there's some, actually decent punts down here at second base. I, I don't not the worst uh position
0: we've sure. had. Uh third base as we talk about, it, generally our spend up spot. Muncy is out with the uh paternity leave. Uh Nolan Arnau, Austin Riley, Manny Machado, Alex Bregman lead the way here.
1: Mm, I don't love them at, at all. Like I like the matchup from a righty lefty sense for Machado probably the most Um, who's relieving Josh Fleming is pitching uh, in long relief, right? That's um, I want to look up Fleming stats because he's been up and he's been very mediocre. Uh, Let's see. Righties. Ooh. Reddys are torching Fleming this year. Very small sample, but let's look at last year. Oh, Reddys torched Fleming last year too. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Bregman, um, is the my favorite third baseman at this year.
0: Okay, I don't mind it. Uh, I certainly can get behind that there. Uh, and if that's the case with Fleming, and you know, it kind of opens the door for. Uh, some of these other guys here as well for uh, for Houston's lineup that hits uh, hits them decently. Uh, we talked about Walker's struggles. Wisdom has the power in that spot for sure. Um, JD Davis historically has hit lefties well, righties better this year at forty one hundred bucks. Um, anybody else for you? Any any value guys down here stick out?
1: Um, if Taylor Walls cracks the lineup, he's been amazing, but he. Has not been playing every day. He's barely been playing, in fact. Don't hate Taylor Walls. Um, Eduardo Escobar should be in the lineup, but he's been terrible if you want to go there. Last game he played, he had a home run, so take that for what it's worth. Uh, no. The answer is no.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. It's, it's uh, not, a, not a strong strong hitter pool. So, Heimer
1: Candelario stack against Code Sanga. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that's uh.
0: shortstop's got Trey Turner, Wander Franco, Xander Bogart's is your top group there. Um, Xander against the lefties, decent. Uh, Wander's cooled off a bit. Um, you know, still can give you some stolen bases, hasn't had any power. We know what Trey Turner can do, but he paying $6,100 for that. No, yeah, I don't think so either. Um, mid tier is not great. <laughs> I mean, uh, geez.
1: Lindor. I guess it's
0: Lindor, right? Lindor versus Gorin, probably the spot we're going to look at here.
1: Yeah, Lindor's good track record against lefties. Um, uh, Jeremy Pena's, I think, really appealing, and he's just been stealing a lot of bases lately. Five stolen bases over his last 10 games. He had three in a game. Two home runs over his last five. So I think Lindor for me, we obviously talked about Dario Shrata. You could play him here. Um, But I think Jeremy Pena stands out to me as like the next guy I would get to. And then I don't really know where I would go because it's just another position that just nose dives off a cliff.
0: Yep. I I agree with you a thousand percent. It just kind of dumps. Uh, I don't know where I'd go. Maybe you get some information on starting lineups. Someone might pop a little bit. I mean, CJ Eriberms is a lefty versus 2,500 bucks, right? Just like it's straight punt play. So yeah. um, Outfield here. Uh, guys at the top we talk about. Ronald Cunha had a double, had a solo base, scored a run. He had 12 fantasy points uh, within the first, like, four pitches of the game. Uh, as a lead as they come here, you know, Trout, Rodriguez, Tucker, a lot of top talent here in the 5K range if you're spending for it.
1: Which is a big surprise. Um, Yeah, I mean, you can get to Acuna if you want. It'll be contrarian with Alcantara on the mound. I think Otani profiles fine against Medina. Probably can't... um, Probably can't get to Randy. Trout's fine. J-Rod's fine. Tucker is fine. I don't love this tier uh I would say like the next 5k I don't know I I don't love I think you can play any of these guys but no one stands out
0: well that's how I feel right no one's really standing out it feels like maybe the Mets against Gore just gonna be like a stack by default you know Marte Alonzo um Cubs same way I think we can stack against Waka here Waka's been good at times but you know Seah, Hap. Uh, Horner, guys like that, we can certainly kind of like throw into the lineup here. Um, I think in this spot for against the Padres. Uh, moving down a little bit in, into this sort of mid tier range, uh, a lot of guys out, a lot of guys injured. Um, Outman for, for the Dodgers is sure. looking really good. Yep. Um, he's only $4,000. Yeah, lefties um,
1: killing Runzi.
0: Yeah.
1: Killing Runzi. Uh,
0: Kalnick, homered again tonight, 3900 yep. bucks. Certainly can find himself.
1: Literal uh, monster.
0: Yep, Haniger against a lefty and max We'll, we'll probably like it $3,900. Yep. Um, you know, Burleson, Rooker. Uh, any other guys down here in this like outfield range for you?
1: Um, Tommy Pham's in the lineup against Mackenzie Gore. I think that's fine. Sawinski
0: against a righty probably. Sawinski.
1: yep. Uh, can't go the Braves value. Corey Jolks is someone I would have interest in. He has stole a base on Tuesday. He's been really good for the Astros if he cracks the lineup. Um, power-speed combination from Jolks, and he'll continue to play. And Fleming stunk. I actually really like the Astros here. Yeah.
0: Jake, um, Meyer,
1: Jake Myers is someone we like yeah. playing against uh, lefties as well.
0: Sure. Um, so that's the outfield. Let's, uh, let's get into a lineup build here, James. Uh, we like, uh, Elder 94, we think, right?
1: I mean, I told you I like Alcantara, Alcantara better, but okay. if you want to play, if you want to play Elder, I'm, that's fine.
0: I feel like Elder just for the savings is better. Do we have a value, Sandoval?
1: Uh, Sandoval, Smiley, or Mats?
0: Yeah, I think Sandoval versus Oakland will just get us the best opportunity for money. Uh, catcher here, um, Kybert you like? Kybert, First base. Uh 4400 a play, by the way.
1: Uh Freeman, Alonzo, probably for us. Let's see,
0: get, let's see if we can do a Met stack, like we mentioned. Alonzo, Lindor. Um, so 4140 a play. Uh we liked Horner at second base at 40 42, third base. Who's you, Regman you liked? Regman. Uh 4K outfielders, three outfielders.
1: Uh play jolks from uh, from Houston, other value
0: forty six hundred for two outfielders.
1: Um.
0: Uh, do you want to do Starling, Marte?
1: Starling Marte. Yep. Then a
0: forty two hundred dollar outfielder here. Um. Outman. Yep. There it is. That's the lineup, everybody. Uh, we got eight games here on the main slate. We'll be in the Discord for the early slate as well. Good luck to everybody there. We will catch you all later.